as the world outside seems to be getting darker, colder and more oppressive with each day. It is more important than ever to connect to the truth of who you are, the light within, so that you can shine that through you, from you, out to those around you. Midday mindfulness is being created specifically to deliver you all the information that you will ever require in order to inspire and empower yourself to become the source of your own inspiration and with it your own liberation. In this weekly podcast, Kane Stromberg and all of his amazing guests bring to you the very secrets to reality, how to go about actually becoming an energy master and with it mastering life itself. Consciousness expansion is the name of my game and so you will know my name is Kane. Welcome to Midday Mindfulness. In this weekly podcast, we share with you the very secrets to reality and how to go about actually creating the life of your dreams in all ways. Only through the upliftment and liberation of yourself can you then deliver this information to everybody else so that together, now, we can create a world of true equality. For all. I welcome you to the family, to the tribe, to the club and look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level very soon. Greetings, infinite blessings and welcome to another moment of now and another episode of Midday Mindfulness. My name is Kane Stromberg your host and your guide as we travel deep, deep down that rabbit hole to discover the truth found in the depths of your awareness, your consciousness, the depths of your mind. As remember, without the mind, there is nothing to experience. And if we don't mind something, it doesn't matter. With the current situation happening globally, it's only by attaching our mind to it or desire for it to be any other way than it is that then brings resistance or conflict or negative perceptions of it. We're going to discuss today love, as love is the foundation for all other experiences to be built from. It is my absolute honour, true honour, to have Jelaine come on the show. She is a life coach herself working to reach maximum potential in all she does. A massage therapist, a business coach, physical therapist, nutritional planner, author, publisher, financial advisor, sports therapist, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and the list goes on. She has pushed herself to the very edges, the very level of the level beyond as we are always continuously leveling up. And it's only the view that we are going any other way that then decides it's so. We will reach the heavens, truly, collectively, in this moment of now. So allow me a moment, and I will bring on Jelaine Van Helsing, and even the name speaks and echoes power and conviction for that world of true equality that we are co-creating in this moment of now. 
Divine. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you. Very, very good. Very excited for this. And yeah, looking forward to seeing seeing what we what we come up with between ourselves in the deliverance of this beautiful moment of now. So how have you been? Me as well. And thank you. I'm honored that you asked me to talk with you today about love of all things, eh? About love. Love yeah. love being the foundation to it all. Yeah. And I've been great, thank you. How about you? Very good. Very good. Been been an interesting time um, with the current situation in the UK. The last couple of weeks have been quite heavy. Um, lots of new learnings, lots of new growth, and every time we feel that there's a weight put upon us, it's up to us whether we buckle and crumble under that weight, believing ourselves to be a victim, or knowing that actually we've asked for that to see how much further we can travel, how much more we can carry, how much more we can ascend the other side of it. So. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell me about what all has been happening there. So in the UK, we've gone into um, a second or a third actually lockdown. It's lockdown 3.0, and the schools have closed. So as much as the school system is quite restrictive in the way that it educates children, as as a general rule. It allows for a space for parents to then go about working and living separate to, to the children for a period of time. Although we're never separate, we're always with them. But so now there's home is homeschooling. When I'm with my children, I am focused and dedicated on them. So then I have not been paying as much attention or energy towards other aspects other avenues let's say um <laughs> i hear you <laughs> <laughs> but they come first because it's the children which are the future and it's the children which are more connected to that truth which we are love and i believe that we could learn a lot from them as opposed to them learning from us and as much as we watch our children grow up they're watching us grow up and it's interesting when we can take that on a perspective and look through the child's eyes going Look how my my mummy or my daddy was, and look through the self realization and connection back to love that we can connect to through meditation. Say, look right. how much they've changed. Look how much more happy they are, and it's a beautiful reflection. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because I always tell people it's like love, like little children love things. Yeah, you know, if we could maintain that in life would be a lot better and that's why like you say they're watching us grow up because we're still learning that a lot of us mm -hmm. and it's really hard to maintain that in such a crazy world and crazy people world too right yep yeah yep <laughs> i i most definitely feel you there um yeah <laughs> there's a lot of craziness going on outside and it's remembering not to, not to place blame or to try to even separate from them, but actually accept them because they are part of us. They're part of the experience. Therefore, they're part of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, that came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. And to be able to help other people and 
you know, even by accepting that and the whole flow of things is yes. helping other people. It is 100%. Yeah. And that's know. what that's what you do on a daily basis as, as I was introducing the show and yourself and the the list and list that keeps going on of your talents and attributes that you deliver to people on a daily basis <laughs> is a true inspiration and your your photo of your back with your angel wings is <laughs> divine true true divine. they were hard earned <laughs> yes yeah but, you know, now in life, and, you know, it's always been for me, but I've been given an opportunity to kind of go in and do what I dream of doing in life. And that's helping people and, you know, and writing and stuff like that and healing and mm. sharing with people. Because, you know, even with the writing that I do, that's going to help someone. And you know what? If I only help one person... That's all that matters. That's huge. That is. And the yeah. one person that I have been coming back to recently is is the self again, because without the self, there's nothing. Without love for the self, that we can't then give that love outside of ourselves. And if we don't feel w w worthy or willing to receive love, then we will never meet or reflect that upon another person that we desire to experience in them. Never. Because yeah, we've cut well, it off ourselves. If we can't be good to ourselves, if we can't love ourselves, how can we be good to anyone else, right? Or yes. love anyone else? Like, that is important. I love how you share that with people and with the world and your divine masculine movement. And, you know, that is so powerful. And there are so many, you know, men and women, but mm -hmm. I have worked with a lot of men too that really struggle with that. And, you know, not being able to open up with themselves that way. Of course. I, yeah. I was one of those in the past myself, and that's why I now do what I do, because I experience the other side of it. And I know how how repressive and lonely and dark and cold and miserable it is. I, I've, I've walked that path. Um, yeah. And it is it's simply because we can, I believe, that well, for myself, I do what I do because I can. And it's... Yeah. <laughs> It's easy to go off track sometimes and to think, oh, well, that last video only reached 20 people and I spent three hours making it and editing it and my time could be spent elsewhere, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't know what one aspect, what one event creates. If you help one person, that ripple effect, that echo effect, the butterfly effect, as it were, could actually travel out to the furthest reaches of the universe and change history itself. As long it as could you're... have just been your smile in that video. You know what I mean? Yeah. That could have been all that person needed to get through. 100%. It could have been. <laughs> 100 and, and, you know, <laughs> oh, I think there's a lot of people out there that don't realize how powerful it is. And, you know, I guess, like, I mm. tried to suppress that too at a young age, you know, like, late teenage, mm -hmm. early 20s kind of thing, mm -hmm. just because there is so many horrible things in life that can break us down and, and kind of make us harden us. So we tuck our hearts away more and those emotions yeah. and feelings. But, you know, and then I thought, oh, what the heck? <laughs> I'm just going to be mean. So 
if nobody likes it, that's fine. Uh, as long as as long as I love me, that's I'm just gonna be me. So it's okay. You know, you probably get that too. You think other people think you're kind of flirting with them because you're so nice. <laughs> yes, um, and in that context, I have actually recently stopped giving myself quite as freely, which now that you mention that is very interesting to see. So thank you for that. Because yeah, when, when you flow through that divine love that you are, that we all are, and you become somebody's source of, of that unconditional love, they can attach to you in a way that isn't necessarily beneficial. Let's mm-hmm. say with other people and you attaching to you. Yes. Yeah. So that is something that I thank you for giving me so I can look back at it because it's, uh, if you restrict love, if I stop my flow of love to anybody, then I stop experiencing it myself. So it doesn't matter how it's received as long as it's being given. Hmm. (laughs) As long as it's not too like crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) I actually, years ago I did this, somatic emotional release on a lady like i mean just in her hand it was something i released out of her hand and like she fell to her knees on the ground and crying and just loved me so much because it was like i healed her Mm. well this lady phoned me from like five in the morning till one in the morning around the clock like she became my stalker you know it was trying to suck the energy out of me. So that's something to really be careful of too, isn't it? 100%. Yeah. How, <laughs> interestingly, how did you go about separating that connection to her? Because that's something that anybody listening that is in a position of connecting to that unconditional love that they are, flowing it through them to other people, specifically being a woman and an attractive woman, and you say you give yourself... And it's, it comes across as being flirtatious. And then a man's like, oh, she wants me. Let me go and smother her with my negative masculine energy and try and hold her and control her and keep her for myself. How, <laughs> how do you exist in a state of free flow and self-preservation, let's say? Block. <laughs> and then just keep on being me. Beautiful. You know, this is... Like, we can be too nice, mm-hmm. and then people will use us. So, but we still want to be too nice because that's who we are. But it's about being wise about that. And sometimes, and who deserves it? And sometimes the best thing you can do is just shut it out right now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, even a little bit is too much in certain situations. You know, it's not worth the drama of carrying on. So we have to look after our, ourselves, number one. Perfect. So, and if there's anything that makes us not feel good, it shouldn't be there. Thank you. How do you deal with that? A very, yes, very similar way. Um, blocking would be instead of I won't block because I won't restrict my ability to flow through me the love that is unconditional and 
deserving to all, let's say, but I will cut cords. So it's a, it's boundaries. So the way that I would share information about what I do and that work that I would do with, with, with clients say is to cut all energetic attachments to other people. So say somebody comes along and you're expressing, you're shining that beautiful divine love from you and they see you and they hook you. They will attach basically like a fishing line to you and then they'll try and reel and drain that energy from you to sustain themselves. The energy, the love that you are emitting is universal and we can all connect to it at any time. We can just breathe it into ourselves and then we are complete with it. We don't need somebody else to give it to us. When we cut cords, we can then choose to attach a new cord with our own boundaries and parameters set in place. I will give you love, but I will not have it taken from me. I will give it to you unconditionally. You don't need to do anything or be any particular way to receive it. It's yours by right. And if I'm the channel which you can connect to it through, then perfect. But you're not taking from me because I'm too valuable. I'm, I'm priceless in myself, which we all yeah. are. And then go back to rebirthing yourself energetically. So you give back everything that's not yours and you reclaim everything that is energetically. Go back to being a small child and then experiencing life in that beautiful, playful and like <laughs> interested way. Oh, what's that? What's that? And it's that spark, that excitement of a child when they, you know, when you were a child and you go to the shops, it's a big adventure just going to the shops and walking around and oh, look at that. There's colors, there's lights, there's different people. And it's reconnecting to that truth that's in us at all times, the childlike wonderment in all things. Um, yeah. You know, and I love how you explain the cutting cords. Of, um, you can still do this or do that and have the freedom to, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And definitely what I do, but I like the cutting cords better than block. <laughs> <laughs> block block's very Facebook. Block, 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 block. <laughs> and I've ha- I have I have actually done that on several occasions because um, I was quite surprised because I thought it was always men that were more seedy, let's say, as a as a word. And they would send you know you open up your message and there's a video and you're like, whoa, I didn't expect to be seeing that. Let's block them because it's not something that is ex- is not wanted. So don't give it, you know. If it's not asked for, it shouldn't be received. And that's how we get into the place of being able to create boundaries. And if anybody tries to pass those boundaries, then they're just deflected away as though you've created a force field and nothing can penetrate that force field that you don't allow it to. So if it does penetrate it and somebody does start draining you again, then it's realizing that you've actually allowed them in and there's a reason that you have so that then you can realize the reasons for it and do the work to recreate those boundaries again. Self-preservation, it is. But knowing that you are unconditional and eternal and that nothing can really affect you, the true you. (laughs) Well, you you know, and those people that you set the boundaries with, they don't like that. You're met with a lot of resistance when you set boundaries. Mm -hmm. They'll hate you for it. They'll try Mm -hmm. to tear you apart for it, you know, make you feel wrong and things like that. And, you know, I know personally that is a really tough one 
to get through. And I don't know, like, what would you say to that? How, how do you, like, you know, how do you deal with the backlash of setting boundaries, I guess? It's to read... The same chords? <laughs> I would... I would liken it to a story about a computer game. So, or writing a book. When we write a book, the character that we set in that book has certain characteristics and attributes. Whenever you create new boundaries for yourself to become a new version, the people who viewed you as the previous version of yourself have an attachment, an egoic attachment, an understanding of who you are as the previous self. Say that you are looking to lose weight and you are, at the moment, you're, you're overweight, so people who are friendly with you see you as Karen who's overweight. They understand you and your context in their play, in their game. The character you are for them makes sense to them. When you design yourself in a new way and you start to lose weight and do the work that's required for it and you become inspired and uplifted and energized, their ego doesn't understand what's taking place. And what the ego doesn't understand, it will try to attack and condemn and destroy if necessary, as opposed to feeling insuperior or that it doesn't understand something. So when you create new boundaries and you become a new version of yourself, as it were, people will go, no, I don't understand the new version of you. You have to come back over here where I understand you so that I can accept you and accept reality as it is because I don't like change because I'm the ego. <laughs> yeah. And you either, it will go one of two ways. The, the person will recreate a new role in their play for you to fill. So instead of being Karen, who's the overweight friend who I can go and have tea and cakes with and feel better about myself being less than optimal in my health, is somebody to go and enjoy that extra slice of cake with. They will cast you as the character of inspiration who has lost the weight, who can inspire me to do the same. If they're not in a position where they feel that they can do that themselves, they will try and try and try to bring you back to your, the old version of you, or they'll get to the point where they give up and they'll cut you out and then they'll replace you with somebody else who's their new fat friend who goes and eats cake with them. <laughs> yes. It's not defining your worth to anything other than yourself. And the most powerful way of doing it is that your worth is not dependent on what you achieve, how much you do in life. There's lots of men that are raised to believe that working hard is the way that you be a provider. So as long as I've broken my back at the end of the day, I can then relax. Women, mm -hmm. as long as I'm a good mother to my children, then I can feel that I'm, I deserve that bit of me time. I deserve that space for me to do what I want to do, et cetera, et cetera. Your worth as a trick, as a little hack, attach your worth to how well you treat yourself. Your worth is dependent on how much space you give yourself, how much love you give yourself, how much affection, understanding. Just as the way that if your child made a mistake and dropped something on the floor and it broke and then you'd clean it up, you wouldn't condemn your child for it. You'd say, oh, I, you know, I love them. They were learning. They're children. And you'd yeah. hold space. If you hold yourself that same space, there's nothing that's ever wrong. Oh, make how, how many people actually do that? You know, there's so much self-beating up and destroying yep. 
that, you know, if we just would all just stop and realize how absolutely incredible we are, you know, and how special and how important it is to look after ourselves. and Yes. Our right? Yes. <laughs> Nobody else has got the relationship you have with yourself. Your relationship with yourself dictates all others. If you love yourself, then you open yourself up to be loved. If you hate and condemn yourself, you open yourself up to be hated and condemned. It's all self-created. All yeah. of it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and you know, you think of the ferocity you would stand up and protect your children. Yes. Right? Like although a lot of people can understand that. And mm. but yet we won't do that for ourselves. Like we should be standing up for ourselves, you know, but so many times we'll we'll stand up and protect our loved ones and yet take the crap on ourselves, you know, when we should be standing up for that too. Yes. Like that's super important. So and viewing it all as energy, even if you physically or consciously stand up to protect your child, if you're not protecting yourself in the same way, they will see that and they will mm -hmm. copy and mimic it. So not only are you detrimentally affecting yourself, you're passing down that program, that limiting belief to your children. So all of the rest of the protection goes out the window. Yeah. Come back to that's yourself. The, yeah, that's the last thing we want is to be passing on this limiting belief mm. and you know i guess with all the chaos in the world it is such i view this as such a beautiful time because when bad things happen good things happen yeah. <laughs> you know and there is so much opportunity here right now to really soar as human beings and to really come into our own yes yeah so, <laughs> I, I'm super excited about it. It's um, it's it's really creating an awareness in our children too. Mm -hmm. Like even I have older children and little children. So my older kids are 20 and 18, and then my little ones are nine and five. So mm -hmm. it's a big, you know, lot of years yeah. of having children. But, you know, those older children, they're adults now. And, but I like, I see, you know, they're starting to think. Even at the beginning of this, it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. No big deal. Everybody's just blowing things out of proportion. And mm -hmm. to like, oh, man, you should read this. This was amazing. Like, a lot of insight into the world and what's going on, you know. So there's been a lot of growth. Yes, self-internal growth as opposed to external monetary-based growth, let's say. Um, and we're being forced, and this is the collective, not the people that have chosen to do it for whatever reason, because sometimes I don't know why I've chose to, to venture into the darkness and, and discover all those parts of myself lost there, because it can get very heavy and very very lonely and somewhat difficult at times that people are being forced to look at themselves now because instead of blaming their boss or their colleague or somebody outside themselves for their issues, now that we're all locked in to ourself, there's nobody else to look at or to try to pass blame to other than the self. Mm -hmm. In a family context, 
it's going to be creating more more conflict within the the family unit because especially in the UK where people are working at home they're schooling their children at home they're trying to continue to work and educate and manage and maintain a house the energy frequency of the home has shifted from one of safety and security and and somewhere you can go and be at peace to somewhere where everything's taking place all at once so that in itself is is difficult to separate from sometimes and it's creating your space yourself a safe space in time and in space even if it's a corner of the room where you can set up a little shrine that's dedicated to yourself a little remembrance of who you are when you wake up you have five minutes just sitting just allowing for all the thoughts to just process within the internal aspect of the mind as though you've woken up and there's a jigsaw puzzle all scrambled up and you just allow as all the pieces put themselves together as you spend five minutes with yourself and then again at the end of the day doing something similar where you reflect on what you've achieved what you've done how it might be more beneficial to go about changing the the path maybe tomorrow acting or responding in a different way but never self-condemning because Mm -hmm. there is no failure it's just that forward learning that projection as we are continuously the way that i was showing it which is beautiful is failure broken down is falling around in learnings until realizing everything so we're continuously failing and the more we fail the closer we are to 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 success so yeah yeah Um, comes back to that space that we can hold ourselves and go i failed today yes i failed really well I'm going to find even better tomorrow. No, I love that so much. And you know, it's so often it's just changing your mindset. Yes. You know, instead of like beating yourself up, like we've just been talking about, you could be like building yourself up, mm. you know, like that reflecting at the end of the day and that is so important. Like, even if it's not daily, but, you know, try to do it once a week for sure, but just reflect. Yeah. Once a year would be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, people do. It's New Year's Eve, right? Tomorrow, the rest of my life starts. And then yeah. by the 3rd of January, people are like, yeah, I've had enough of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, as far as that New Year's resolution and stuff goes, I'm always like, well, what do I need to make a resolution for? Like, I'm on it every day of my life. If I see something I want to change, I change it now. I want to do this, I do it now, you know, or make plans now in order to do that. Or, 100%. You know, you, you, you can't wait for January 1st. No wonder you're going to dump it by January 3rd. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> you never, know? never waiting, always creating. Yeah. Man, you're just well. full of wonderful little sayings i i love it i i gotta remember the failure one for sure (laughs) failure is there it's beautiful it's it's something which helped me a lot in my journey and the the coming back to the self as well so if everybody has an aspect of themselves which feels wounded or scolded or less than worthy that in a child that was told to be quiet, that was told it was stupid, told to shut up or that its opinion didn't matter. We've all got part of that within us and it's yeah. doing the inner work where we can bring it back into to completion with the self, go back and love that inner child and integrate it back into the self. 
But until somebody's ready to to face the demons within, they will never realize how high they can truly soar, just as you have your wings on your back. Yeah, and that's I have to face those demons too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're black wings for a reason, you know. Been to hell and back a few times. As have so. I. As have I. Yeah. But you know what? The people have asked me how I got through these hard times. Mm-hmm. I did have a really horrible childhood and you know, on and on and on. Like we'd be here talking forever about that time of my life. And you know, there was always a divine with me. I had my angels with me. I that was carrying me through, but part of my like I always talk I'm a stubborn ass <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. You know, and and it's like I didn't want anyone to ever steal my smile because if they've stole my smile, that means they won. You know, I didn't want all that horrible negative energy, whatever things that have happened with people to win on top of all that. I don't want them to win too. <laughs> you know, Like I want to win. It's my life. I'm going to win this. And like, I just had to keep smiling. Even sometimes you don't want to smile, but you put it on your face. Only that you don't want frown wrinkles when you get older either. <laughs> you know, we want to have these wrinkles when we get older. So just keep smiling. Yes. And, you know, it's like, like that fake it till you make it kind mm-hmm. of thing. And mm-hmm. like, if you're scared, you know, Whatever, pretend you're not scared. Pretend, pretend you're happy. And eventually, you will be. It'll just be that energy you're feeding yourself that is flowing through you. Amazing. So it's not easy, you know. Like, you know that. I, we can talk about this in a few minutes. And it's not easy to keep that up because every every second or minute or hour something might come into your mind or you know and then you gotta like oh put that smile back on (laughs) yeah and instead of it being something that we convince ourselves that isn't true instead of it being faking it's it's acting so when you're a character in a play, you don't fake being that character. You take on it the character's persona and characteristics. You stand in a certain way. You present yourself in a certain way. You speak in a certain way. And I have the ability to speak elegantly and fluently with love and charismatic charm. <laughs> and I can also speak like this and be like, all right, mate, how are you doing? And that's why I can resonate with people because i can shift my character faking it could be likened to trying to be something we're not we are unlimited in potential and the character that we play is dependent on the choices we make we are born and we do have certain characteristic qualities that we chose to adopt when we came here so we could learn and grow in certain ways. And then other characters come along and like you say, try to infiltrate our 
our layers of protection that we've placed up over time try to take energy from us, try to steal it from us, manipulate us or control us in some way. And I myself have been subject to that recently with what's going on with the requirement to conform in the UK to cover ourselves up and to hide away, to stay safe. I gave away my power recently where instead of feeling that it's my choice that I've created this, I went to go to the park to exercise and was confronted by a park warden um, who told me I couldn't stand in a certain area of the park because it was closed because it was near exercise equipment. It's a concrete area, so I was doing squats and yoga there. Not using the equipment, which is cornered off, but just using the bit of solid ground. He told me I couldn't, to which straight away my ego was like, well, watch me, I can. <laughs> Nothing you can do or say to me that will control me. I'm free and sovereign in my in my being and I will not be dictated to by anybody. Thank you very much. And he didn't quite know what to make of it. So he called somebody else and then it, I knew what would happen if I dug my heels in and tried to be too, too, too solid in structure that I would end up snapping. And I likened myself back to the tree and then it was just that moment that moment of clarity, just connecting back to the heart, back to love, going, okay, I love myself and I love him. He doesn't realize what he's doing. He doesn't realize that he's being a pawn in, the, in what's taking place. He believes that what he's doing is keeping people safe, telling somebody they can't go outside. He believes he's protecting them. I believe otherwise, but that isn't for me to tell him he's right or wrong. It's for me to just accept him and to shine my love upon him. And it was connecting back to nature, which brought me back to that. So a tree, if it stands too rigid, if we're too masculine, particularly being men, yes, I'm not going to be moved. Fuck you. This is who I am. And this is where I'm standing. Yeah. And the first winds, the first real storm that comes along will snap the, the tree in two. It's being yeah. able to bend to the will of the wind to flow freely that allows us to, to move past those restrictive elements in life. So it's continuously learning. And I, it's daily. I da daily, I do this work daily now. Mm. It just gets heavier and heavier and quicker and quicker, but more and more liberating at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I feel the same way. It's like, and continuously working on ourselves and growing mm. and all that. And, you know, and it's like somebody that's like, 30 years younger than me will be just like, yeah, I got it all together. I'm so smart. I've learned everything I need to know now. And, you know, sometimes there are like highly educated people mm -hmm. that you would think they're super smart, but they're not really because they just got their degree, thought they were so smart that they don't never want to learn anything ever again. And that's really shut them off and limited them to the growth that they still can achieve in their life. Mm. But, you know, it really is. It's a, it's a daily process. Like whether, and whether it's myself or business or my children or home or anything, I'm always thinking about that. And, you know, like you're saying, like that time you take for yourself mm -hmm. and you can think about that and, get more clarity to it when you actually give yourself 
the peace of mind to think about it instead of all the rattling around of everything you got to think about here and there and noises and other people's energy and you know yes it's just and then also to give your time to not think about anything that is very wonderful for a person you know even waiting to be able to talk with you this morning for me i just sat and didn't think about anything that was it i just breathed Amazing. Breathe in for five seconds, hold for five seconds, breathe out for five seconds, hold for five seconds. You know, that's basically, I just, for a few minutes, that all I did, and it was just like, oh, amazing. Just how every cell in my body appreciated that time. Mm. Yeah. And you know, want to know, in all my years of working with people, too, um, you know, this is in general when I speak, okay? It's not everyone, but a, a lot of, you know, women in the household, they'll be like doing this and doing that. And then, you know, men will be out doing this and doing that. And then they have businesses, but they can't stop everything and shut it off. They think about their work. They think about their home. They think about their kids and other things to do and but they're thinking it all at once and then somebody very important whoever that is coming into your space at that time deserves your full attention and not all of this other stuff on the brain too so you, you have to be able to get rid of that clutter and you know just think about what you're doing now and now and not so much all at once now being the only time how yeah. how would you suggest that somebody goes about doing that in a in an easy to pick up and easy to remember way let's let's say a technique that they could adopt one thing at a time one thing at a time and also if you give me one second please you know yeah if there is somebody and you're doing something Make it the point, set the intention. You give me one second and then you have my full intention. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So, anyway. And I'd like to invite everyone listening to think back to a time where they felt unconditionally loved. Whether it was that they had just drawn a picture or written a poem or created something from their heart as a child and then they showed their parent and their parents stopped what they were doing and looked in wonderment and awe at you with that unconditional love shining down upon you. Whoa, look what you've done. Look how amazing that is. You're so clever. You're so amazing. You're so wonderful. You're so special. That feeling is an unconditional attention, an unconditional love that is flowing through them to you. And any time we have a conversation or a connection to anybody, if we can act in that same way, again, even if you don't believe that they're the most important person in the universe, if you mm -hmm. can play that character, adopt that role once again, yeah. not fake it, but just act it out. Yeah, exactly. Then just, every single... You're just pulling out another piece of yourself. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, it's not like you're faking or acting or pretending or anything. Because that is who you are. Yes. It's just like, well, this is what you need right now. And then this is what you need, you know? Yes. Yeah. Because we do. We have connection to it all. We are it all. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So every interaction, this is something that my, my teacher passed to me. Treat every person as though they're the most important person important person in the world so this connection that we have now i'm talking to you my focus is entirely upon you all of my energy is being flowed to you my love is with you and you are the most important person in, in the world in the universe to me because it's you that i'm connected <laughs> it's you to me you know and, you have my full attention yes and that's yeah. what makes a relationship meaningful and magical that's the relationship we have with our parents with our loved ones when we would go into a shop and speak to the person behind the till i do this quite a lot and i get a lot of people are quite shocked how are you and they're like yeah i'm really good thank you you actually and it's like you actually care you're not just like uh, how are you i'm actually like how are you and i'm looking at them in the eyes and i'm fully connected to them sending them love and they're like whoa a lot of people are quite taken aback by it they're not quite sure what to do and they're like you really care and i'm like yeah i do i'm asking you because i care and then after that conversation the next person i interact with then becomes the most important person in that moment each moment they're the most important person each time that there's a new connect and then each connection is uplifting and nourishing and revitalizing for all people involved beautiful way to live yeah you know um the other day i had a missing child outside of my house he'd been missing for like three or four hours this kid some parents had phoned the police everything so anyway i saved him you know i i sent out a message got this kid found and back to his parents but you know he says to me you are the nicest person i have met in years so he's like you know eight nine years old and yes that warmed my heart that was so sweet but it saddened me like you wouldn't believe to you know it's like why does this child think i'm so special i should not be so special because i was nice or because i cared or because i gave him some pizza <laughs> you know i should not be so special that should be more normal in our it, world it and is it's yeah. become it's becoming normal and by focusing on the fact that it is normal it becomes more and more normal by focusing <laughs> on the fact that it's something that is far removed from where we are it becomes further removed yeah that's right but i i think that this is a great opportunity for us to really help other people, to really spread the love. You know, like if you think about it, like you go over to your, well, not so much right now, but you go to your friend's place or maybe there's a small group you still are with. But um, what do we do? We sit around and have a coffee or a visit or whatever and do nothing to help anyone, really. Like, sure, we get the enjoyment of being together and stuff like that. But we as people, we need help. And it would be really nice if you would come over to my house and 
help me fix my truck or mm-hmm. clean up the yard or, you know, <laughs> we can fold laundry together and watch a movie. <laughs> Sounds beautiful. <laughs> but, you know, like we can I have know. that awesome time with the people that we love and be doing more to help each other. Yeah. Spreading more love, you know, because we do. The, when we help each other, we're giving more love, more incredibleness to the world. And that which we do upon another, we do upon ourselves. And it's holding space for and my, my realization recently and part of my, my healings or journey, let's say, comes back to needing to do, do, do all the time to achieve, to be good enough, let's say. Mm-hmm. And a child is molded from such a young age to believe that their worth is dependent on their grades, how they fit into society, how they're accepted by their friends or the people around them. And if we feel different, we quite often become outcast. And then we come, oh, we become separated from ourself in some ways because those around us mimic ourselves. So they don't like us. So then we feel that there's something wrong with us and start to dislike ourselves again. And it's holding space for everybody to be as, as ludicrous as they like, to be as expressive in whatever way as they like, to sing. My, my program came from singing um, when I was about, about my son's age, about 10. And I was with my dad and I didn't spend much time with him, so I idolized him and wanted him to accept me and to love me and I needed to be good enough. Please like me, daddy, please like me. And, <laughs> And there was a song on and I started singing in a very feminine voice, you know, just being a child, being carefree. Oh, la, 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 la. And he turned around in the car and looked at me and said, what the fuck are you doing? You little faggot. Shut up. And straight away, <sighs> closed down, shut down, never express myself again. Keep myself safe. Yeah. Which makes sense. I was scolded and received ridicule from the person that I desired acceptance from more than anything and it wasn't until i came back to loving myself that i freed myself from that program because my worth isn't dependent on anybody him nobody it's not even dependent on what i do it's dependent on the intentions and the vibration that i embody and when i'm embodying love if i do something to express love and somebody takes it negatively then that's on them That's for them to look at. But if I am unconditionally sending love out to somebody with the intention of doing positivity in the world and it's received as a negative, then potentially that's just because they're used to a certain frequency of of connection. Mm -hmm. Likened to a light and you take the lamp off and it's shining super bright. Some of us are too bright for people that are used to more dull dully lit connections and interactions but if you then lower (laughs) your light you're lowering your light for everybody and the world is a darker place yeah so you're you're blinding (laughs) you're so bright that you're blinding (laughs) yes exactly and you have to accept that some people will never be able to look at you they will always blind you and then their ego will go into defense mode and try to attack you try to ridicule you try to put out your light 
so that it feels more comfortable in the less illuminated surroundings. Mm -hmm. But there are some people that are looking for that light. They're looking for guidance. They're looking for a way back home. And by you shining bright, you will inspire and guide them and lead them back home to themselves. You may not ever know it. They may never actually have a connect with you, but you're there helping and assisting them home. Yeah. Well, I mean, I sure know those little things that have meant the world to me. So, and I, I know I'm not the only one in the world that has little things that mean the world to them. But, you know, and I know that, like, being a shiny person <laughs> is very hard at times. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the biggest thing to remember about that is that, you know, it's too easy to beat yourself up in, in situations because of the way it's brought out. But to remember that, you know, that it's not what you're doing when you're spreading nothing but love and, mm -hmm. you know, positive energy and everything. And just to realize that for them, it's like seeing everything a reminder of everything they don't like about themselves. Yep. And it has nothing to do with you. So. Never does. No. It's and like you're so shiny. It's a mirror. They see themselves in it. <laughs> reflected. <laughs> they see their potential within you and they feel so far removed from that version of themselves that they then become even more disheartened in who they are and try and push you away. And I've realized recently I, I've, I've accepted yet another role in this beautiful experience. And it's, it's creating a divine masculine group. There's yeah. such a, there's such a requirement to allow for men to come together and to share and express themselves freely. And I've, I've been steering clear of it because I know how heavy it is and I know how much space I'm going to have to hold and I haven't been ready. <laughs> um, yeah. And I still don't know if I am ready to hold that much space for that many wounded masculines, but here I am and I've set the intention yesterday and I've created a group and a meditation and all sorts of other bits and pieces for it. And it is allowing for the mass, the deepest program is that men don't feel that they can be loved. They don't feel worthy. They don't feel that they are, are, are capable of being loved. So anytime that somebody comes along and shows them love, actual heartfelt love, they'll push it away because they don't feel that they can accept it. They don't feel good enough for it. And instead of not feeling good enough with the ego, the ego can't feel as that it's less or lower than. So it will push away, condemn, blame you, oh, it's your fault because of X, Y, and Z, or push you away and be vindictive or narcissistic in tendencies. It's all programming. Even narcissism comes from a very deep-rooted program, and it's love which is the, the light which melts it all, love which transcends all limitations, love which lifts the fog of illusion, which melts that ice back into the water so that it can flow freely again as opposed to feeling restrictive and, and separate from and yeah, I just want to thank you again for, for all of the work you're doing and the love that you're shining upon the world. 
Thanks so much, King. I really appreciate that. And to you as well. I love to be able to sit here and talk with you and, you know, share some of our ideas and stuff. But yeah. yeah, it's nice to, that's a gift that this whole social media has given me and getting out there more on the big internet world is meeting more like-minded people. And that's exactly what I needed in life. And that has been a true gift for me, meeting more wonderful people. A reflection of self that is that's appreciated as opposed to being one we want to escape from. Now it is, it's, it's who we spend our time with. The, the vibration of the people around us, there's two types of people, taps and drains. Taps limit you and try to drain your energy. Sorry, drains do. Taps fill you up and, and liberate and uplift you. And it's, one of, it's always one of two ways, light and dark, left and right. But without one, there is no context to understand the other. So it's, it's all divine. Maybe <laughs> And I'd like to invite everybody listening to to make sure they connect with you, basically, to go over to your website. So I'm going to share on the screen now. So anybody watching on YouTube, you'll be able to now see your website. And I'd love for you just to, to do a little walkthrough for those that are listening. A, a walkthrough of my site? Yeah, if that is okay. <laughs> Oh, well, you'll find everything about me here. I got books. I have developed day planners and notebooks. That this year was my first year, so I'm excited about that. And then here's my life coaching to the max. So there's a lot of things that I've been doing over the last 25 years. Um, I have a YouTube channel. So I think I'm at like 75 videos somewhere in there now. These two books here are books that I published for a friend of mine. She is an official assassin, and she was a British spy, both from England, and uh, they both fought in World War II and actually moved somewhere in Western Canada, and I was honored to be able to publish those books. So true stories, incredible. Amazing. Yeah, so... And that's, I think that's pretty much it. I offer some services for consulting and helping people with health and business and mm -hmm. fitness and just life, really. You know, I, I do a lot of, like, emotional and mental health healing with people. Beautiful. So, yeah, you find out all about me there, my bio, and, you know, I think it tells you in there that I gained 70 pounds four times. <laughs> <laughs> every every baby I had I gained all that weight so you know I've had a lot to work with in life and um, I also have overcome some Lyme disease stuff and still okay. working on that so I'm sharing a lot of that with people mm -hmm. and you know hoping to help a lot of people that way too because that's quite a struggle Oh, yeah, that was funny. You should go back to that other one right there with that little good. I don't want to go through things that don't kill me but make me stronger anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's how we've all been feeling of recent. Yeah. Um, I know, I know. Hey? It has. It's been a very heavy, heavy time. 
Yeah. So you're on all the all the normal socials, Instagram, Facebook. Then there's the beautiful website where people can connect with you. And I'll make sure that I link everything in the in the description below. Your beautiful smile. <laughs> Thank you very much for doing that. And yeah, I just, you know, Amazing. I wanted to make these videos help as many people as I can. You know, there's got to be something in there for someone. Yeah. And there's your wings. Yeah. And those people that are feeling a bit separated from themselves at the moment or that they've gone into a darker point in life, it's the realization that the old version of yourself has cocooned itself away, separated from the world outside, as we are all being asked to go within to stay safe in our bubbles. Yeah. And in that bubble, you are evolving and you're going to become the version of yourself that you are creating now through the intentions that you set today, emerging into the light, into the world of tomorrow, fully fledged with your wings outright, allowing you to soar to new heights of existence, knowing that from a higher perspective, everything makes so much more sense. Once we can separate from something, once we no longer attach the mind to it with such conviction, it's quite often more more easy to see an alternative direction or route. So yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Just take a breath and stay calm. Take okay. a breath. Come back to the heart. Yeah. And anytime you feel something heavy or dark. Breathe it into the heart center. And there you can dissolve all those illusions, all those forms of separation or repression or negativity back into the light. It's one of the most beautiful things that I was gifted in, in meditation is just to breathe it into the heart. And it, it's heavy. It's painful. It is, it's really fucking painful. And you'll want to run away. You'll want to scream and shout. And the inner child will want to kick off and claw its way free. If you hold yourself space to do all of that, eventually that will melt back into love. Guarantee yeah. you. I totally agree. I I have definitely gone through that myself. And you know, I don't want to be not my best self. So I'm ready to dig in there. Mm -hmm. You know, and just like don't be afraid. When you're afraid run towards that direction yeah you know not, i mean if there's guys with big guns and stuff like that doesn't that's not this kind of afraid mm -hmm. but if there's an afraid for no reason mm -hmm. that's the way you want to go that is it's like guiding you into the right direction that's what i think anyway and that's what i found so even that's, as a kid, I was afraid of going into the bushes. It was all dark and scary. Mm -hmm. And then one night I thought, I'm just going to conquer this. So I ran in there, you know, a couple hundred feet and back. Yeah, I was probably only seven years old. Amazing. But I've never been afraid of the dark <laughs> I can go into the cemetery at night. It's no big deal. <laughs> you know, um, it's just you got to conquer those fears. And that is our greatest journey, I think, in those moments where you have fear for no reason. It's that ego that's trying to stop you from achieving your greatest self. Yes.
and it's trying to stop you not because it wants to hinder you but just because it doesn't understand that which is outside of its bubble of safety and security and it's trying to keep you safe so i would suggest (laughs) (laughs) is thanking the ego for the role it plays just as thanking the park ranger for trying to keep me safe and keep me from exercising on a piece of perfectly fine ground. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for trying to, to preserve my life and my health. But actually, we're going to try this. We're going to go. We're going to give it all we can. Yeah, beautiful. It is, yeah. it's fear. Fear I is... added that in, King, just to say that and i think that everyone out there could really take some value into that and be like thank you for trying to keep me safe Mm -hmm. thank you for doing this because you know it just sets your intent the energies everything so much differently and it's like you know your ego is like its own little person in there so if you can be all like oh i love you thank you so much but you know i got this from here yeah 100 (laughs) yeah it's such a sense of calm then as anybody that wants to find out more about the ego the one of the uh mid modern day mindfulness episodes so i did a a series and as we actually i'm actually going to bring it to a close soon each episode was about an hour and there's one about the ego where it's about 45 minutes about entirely about the ego, what it is, how to understand it, how to work with it, coexist alongside it. And it's ego compromise, never destruction. Cause if you try and kill something, it will cling on for dear life. If you accept it and then compromise with it, giving it space, giving it understanding, acceptance and, and love appreciation for its existence, then it comes on board. Then it comes on side just as you would come on side a job let's say if the boss was constantly hounding you telling you you're wrong trying to get rid of you you're going to be like whoa what's going on here and you're going to close down and try to fight for your very survival if you accept it and appreciate it it makes it so much more enjoyable for everybody and fear is a very very interesting aspect of reality vibration let's say because in a bubble of safety and security, you understand what is within the bubble. Say you're in a room, you understand what's in the room. When you think about what's outside it, you don't really, you're not really sure, especially if it's dark, you can't see. But fear is what isolates us, separates us and alienates us from ourselves and each other. And every time we can break through that bubble of fear, we can then experience what's on the other side of the bubble. And then the bubble gets bigger and bigger and bigger as opposed to being just your physical structure of self. Every time you experience something outside of yourself to the point of infinite, you realize that there is nothing to be fearful of because you are everything embodied. The universe being energy, yourself being energy, likened to the same aspect of self. There's nothing that you can't experience simply by closing your eyes. So if you want to experience your dreams, the version of yourself you know you could be that you can be now if you choose to close your eyes picture it so and it is reality because it's taking place in the mind the same as the rest of reality that we experience nothing is beyond your potential to achieve truly totally agreed beautiful (laughs) close your eyes open your mind open your heart 
ground yourself. Grounding is incredibly important. And again, the, I have a multitude of, of content on too many platforms now to, to actually count. Um, and I'm recently recorded a, a self-loving meditation, which again is, is a way of reconnecting back to the heart. As the time ticks into 1717, which is 17 being my number, again, it's a, re, a reconfirmation that love is always the answer. Always. I agree. Thank you so, so much for today. Thank you. It was so nice talking with you. Likewise. And I look forward to to carrying this forwards and actually talking to you about my book, because I've written a new book, which has been sat on the shelf for a while because I haven't had the spark of enthusiasm in it, let's say, because I've been doing lots of other things. But the book itself could reach so many more people than a video, let's say. So it's something I want to put the energy and focus back into. So I'm going to be contacting you to ask for... I help people with publishing too, so (laughs) definitely you give me a call. (laughs) Have a wonderful day. Likewise, you too. Sending you all my love. You too, Ken. And I'll speak to you soon. Have a wonderful day. You too, beautiful. Thank you to everybody listening. Keep mindful. And if there's anything that either of us can do, then please reach out and just ask. Love, light, and infinite blessings. Namaste. Namaste.